five, four, three, two. Hi, I'm Natalie. Hi, I'm Cersei, and we're I Rewatch, Rewatch iCarly. An iCarly Rewatch podcast. Every week, we dissect the mechanics and themes of each episode, deep dive into the cast and crew, and give a comedic critique to, to the, the iconic, iconic 2007 Nickelodeon staple. Be sure to stay tuned until the end when we reveal who the pod babe of the week is. Welcome back to the last episode of me being unemployed while doing this podcast. Woo! That is not a woo track scenario. That is a... She do be feeding into the capitalist agenda. And I'm not even going to have one job. I'm going to have two jobs. That's crazy. She really, she's capitalist queen. Kill me. Anyway. Anyway, let's get into iCarly. Anyway, um, this is an iCarly podcast. This is iCarly episode 17, season Ooh. one. It's titled, I Don't Want to Fight, which is something that me and Natalie have never said to each other. We are always down to throw down. Yeah. It was released March 1st, 2008, directed by Roger Christensen, who you might remember the first time he directed something. I said, not Hayden Christensen. I don't have a new joke, so I'm just going to call back that one. It was written by Arthur Gradstein, who, if I'm not mistaken, is one of the foot fetish kings himself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He is, in fact, I am one a of the sir. foot fetish kings. I am a damn sir. Refer to me as such, little lady. <laughs> this episode is about Carly and Sam. No, so- it's about Carly and Sam. That's crazy, isn't it? Who, who are those girls? I know. Wild. So Carly yeah. and Sam celebrate their five-year friend anniversary by reminiscing on how they became besties and then exchanging heartfelt gifts. Mm-hmm. But would it really be an iCarly episode if shit didn't hit the fucking fan? <laughs> Absolutely not. The girls get into a huge friendship-ending fight over these gifts and the iCarly web show is in danger of being canceled. Freddie kicks it into overdrive trying everything he possibly can to save his social life aka the web show. <laughs> oh and Spencer obviously is doing weird shit and causing havoc throughout the entire episode too. Yeah it's like there are like plot B plot B other children side characters no no no, no. the brother a Jeremy backstory a Valerie backstory no No. just Spencer just Spencer um everyone listening you owe me a dollar Venmo me at c-i-r-c-e-e because we're back at the well I guess we're not back we're at the (laughs) iCarly set we open with a little bit of foreplay for everyone some foot play Mm. for Danny boy classic Freddie and Sam degradation for you know Mm. themselves and some kids beating their meat for the pedophiles in the audience truly a cursed opening scene even by (laughs) iCarly standards like this was haunting yeah this is this is honestly a low we see the iCrew is reviewing videos that fans have sent in the first video is literally a low budget OnlyFans video some girl (laughs) is sitting on the floor and is like hey watch me take my glasses off and then she lays down and does some like gymnast shit to use her feet (laughs) her feet F-E-E-T capital F-E-E-T to take off her glasses Dan Schneider, (laughs) this is Agent Cersei McCarty with the FBOSTBC, Federal Bureau of Stop Being a Creep. (laughs) You are under arrest for literally everything you have ever done. Put your hands behind your back. Everything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. You do not have the right to an attorney. Oh my god, I'm a fed. A cab. A cab, but I am a fed. This is less than 15 fucking seconds into this episode. (laughs) For the love of God. Please, please, for the love of God, calm down. And it's like, you know, 
that feet doing things that hands should be doing is definitely like a sexual kink. Yes. It's the little toes like grabbing the glasses. <gasps> and she's doing like a weird little like flexible thing. Electric chair, death penalty. I'm pissing in your asshole, Dan. Open wide girth it up because it's going in and it's going to be warm i have a strong stream it has been preheated <laughs> my blood runs hot and so does my urine yep i really i don't have anything else to say except what the actual fuck why we i feel like it's been a little bit since we've had some feet shit mm-hmm. i feel like we get like a little bit of a break and then we get back and it's like boom in your face yeah like you forgot about it well guess what it's here here it is in and your it's fucking taking face, off bitch. their glasses with their feet Mm-mm. oh god anyway <laughs> um so moving on <laughs> the next thing that has to happen is sam shitting on freddie she is spreading her cheeks letting it roll out <laughs> He's screaming, yes, yes, mommy, I love it, I love it. Stinky. Mm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Freddie is like, you know, they say when a girl is constantly ripping on a guy, that means they have a crush on them. Ooh. And Sam says, well, I wasn't shitting on a guy, I was shitting on you. Aside from the more <laughs> non-binary stuff, is this the first official mention of Sam potentially having a crush on Fredward? I think the first, like, overtly mention of it. But in the last episode, or sorry, two episodes ago, Freddie was like, when he was trying to get Sam to insult him and everything, he was like, mm. oh, kiss me. Remember? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is like. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess I'm not saying like, oh, the first indication that the writers were maybe thinking she would have a crush on him. But the first mm-hmm. indication of the characters being aware that she has a crush on him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. I, I think that you might be right. And it's like, it's like, Freddie, please just be a little <laughs> bit less obvious. Thirsting. He, subtlety is not his strong suit. No, it's not. He has to wear clunky shoes just to be tall. <laughs> he doesn't know the art form of subtlety. He does not. The next video is of two dudes named Chris. Chris and Chris, which is kind of frightening because I don't even want to know one guy named Chris. And they proclaim um, to be the world's biggest meat drummers. What? My brother's name is literally Chris. <laughs> is your brother the world's biggest meat drummer? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Okay, no, I don't like I don't like where we're going with this, but I don't know. Maybe this was him on the video. <laughs> Spread your cheeks. I'm going in. I'm pissing electric, electric chair pissing in the ass. Because I don't want to ruin what we're about to go with this, but, but, continue, continue, I can't, please. I can't believe you're thinking about your brother drumming his meat. I've never. She is. Anyway, Chris and Chris step away from the camera to reveal a table full of meat. And you know what they start do? <laughs> you know what they start do? I know English. <laughs> you know what do? Why you know why what do, do when you... You know why? Why, why say? Why say word big when word, few word when few word do, do trick? <laughs> they step away from camera to table meet and start beat and start beat. They start beatboxing. <laughs> um. Anyway, they step away from the camera to reveal a table full of meat and start beating it. They start beating the meat. Two boys start beating their meat. Dirty Dan, you're going to be in jail for a long time. A long time, Dirty Dan. I hope your anus gets used to being wet. 
steaming <laughs> with my urine. I'm gonna eat some fucking asparagus, so it's extra nasty. Okay, to tone it down. I think you're getting a little bit too excited about Dan's fucking asshole being wet. Do you want to know something so, funny? Oh god, yeah. I'm scared. Though. Unrelated to Dan's asshole being wet. Um, <laughs> at one of the bars I worked at, there was a dude named Dirty Dan. Like that was fully his name. I just always think of the SpongeBob. Like, no, I'm Dirty Dan. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I didn't have cable as a kid. I didn't watch Spongebob. It's embarrassing. Oh my god. Stop. Spongebob is my childhood. I could quote like every single episode. Poverty is my childhood. Period. No. I did not have a period in childhood. So. I mean. Poverty. Infertile. Infertile check. Poor people don't get. All poor people are infertile. (laughs) Wait. Actually. That's like eugenics. Never mind. That's like literally fucked up. Like literal rich people. If you can't afford to have a baby. You're selfish for wanting to have children. Fuck you. Why do we tackle the biggest social issues of of the day and age on this iCarly podcast? Of the day and age. The day and age. That's it. We're going there. We'll talk yeah. about it. We're not afraid to talk about we'll it. We'll talk about the legitimacy of eugenics. <laughs> I'll defend eugenics on this podcast. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Bald people shouldn't have kids because then they spread their bald... <laughs> <laughs> without missing a beat i agree yeah no um, i said what i said i'm a bald man advocate if you follow me on instagram you know that i've been a bald man advocate since um since 2019 it is a huge part of my identity noho hank from barry anthony kerrigan if you ever divorce your wife i want your naked hairless body all over me anyway he doesn't even have eyebrows that's like a real bald man um anyway i'm literally <laughs> going to kill myself <laughs> i just want to talk about this episode but he's hairless you don't like <laughs> you don't like hairy men i just want to talk about this episode he has alopecia he doesn't have a single hair on his body you would like him no i want some hair on their head but nowhere else <laughs> anyway someone's pube phobic not a single drop of hair anywhere else all right whatever let's get back to iCarly. i guess i I want to talk about how they call themselves BFBs. Big fucking boys. Chris Squared calls themselves BFBs. They said best buds afterward, but what does the F stand for? I almost said it. What does the F stand for? Best fucking buds? Like best fucking buds? <laughs> she is putting her whore. She's putting her whore. She's fingers. putting whore. <laughs> She's putting a hole on the screen. She's putting her two index fingers together to indicate male genitalia touching. Like a like an like a seventh grade boy who's like, how do gay guys have sex? Do they touch dick tips? They just do pee pee touch. But what what does the F stand for? I just I thought big fucking boys. They were beefy. They were beefy dudes. Oh, they. I mean, they were meaty. Nope. They got the meaty fucking claws all over their meats. Nope. Also, I usually edit all of the burps out, but I noticed that I left one burp in the last episode. I'd like to apologize to everyone. It's a hidden gem. It's the Easter egg of the episode. <laughs> Tell me at what second is my burp in the last episode, and I will send you- To be the you, pod babe. <laughs> I'll send you foot pics. Oh, I guess pod babe makes more sense. Okay, Dan Snyder. <laughs> yeah, that guy, Dirty Dan at my bar, was actually just me. It was my nickname. Oh my god. Disgusting. Dirty Cersei. <laughs> Oh, it kind of has a ring to it. 
Nasty Nat. Ooh. <laughs> that the best fucking buds got tens across the board. Ten, ten, tens across the board. And gymnastics foot glasses girl gets low scores is literally sexism. Oh, yeah. No, men can literally log on with nothing but a smile and being loud. And people are like, oh my God, he's a winner. He's so charismatic. Look at him go. He's so funny. They oh literally put God. raw meat on a table and banged it because the writers wanted to have a jerking off joke. <sighs> and they get ten, ten. 10, 10, 10. More like 666 because that shit is demonic. <laughs> Sexism is of the devil. Demonic. The girlies then after watching these men beat their meat realize, oh my God, it's their five-year friend anniversary. Ah! And we're treated to a lovely little flashback of young Sam trying to bully young Carly into giving her her tuna sandwich. Um, why am I just thinking of into giving her her tuna? She wants that pussy. Stop! (laughs) But Carly bullies her right back and reclaims her sandwich and pussy. And Sam is like, yeah, you're all right. (laughs) I feel like this is, first of all, meant to be like, yeah, they're definitely Lebanese. But also, it's meant Mm -hmm. to be like a... This is why their friendship works. Sam's a bully, but Carly stands up to her. And it's supposed to, like, rationalize why they're friends. Right. But it's like, I feel like Carly bullying someone back is, like, out of character for her. Yes. She wouldn't do that. Yes. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, this is, I'm pretty sure the only time that we've ever seen Carly even be remotely mean Mm -hmm. to anybody. I mean, okay, besides her, like, literally capital punishment on live web show (laughs) and like calling the SWAT team on somebody. But that's indirect. It's not like her own hand. Yeah, it's not like her directly bullying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like she's making other people bully for her. That's pussy bullying. Yeah, exactly. She she doesn't want to get her hands dirty, but here she's getting her hands dirty. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I I just thought that this didn't really make any sense either. Like I would have imagined that Sam just kind of like bullied her and then Carly was like, okay, yeah, sure, we can, like, be friends, I guess. Or, like, Carly was, like, a loner. And then Sam was a loner, and they didn't have any friends, so they were just like, fuck it. Yeah, or, like, Sam bullied someone who bullied Carly for being shy, quiet, weird, annoying, completely unlikable, uncharismatic, nothing Having no personality, like, not a single thing. And her being rich, Sam was like, let me hop on that. Yeah, yeah. I would see that, but this? Mm -mm. Carly having spunk? Mm, don't see it not one bit unbelievable Mm -mm, very unbelievable the little girl who plays young sam not to be confused with young sheldon although young (laughs) sam would be a great spinoff better than a reboot in my humble onion but this actress looks like an adult smashed into a child's body like the girl from the orphan And, like, the way she stands is just kind of, like, frightening. Like, she's, like, she has, like, a feral cat stance. Like, she'd, like, crawl yeah. on all fours and, like, try to, like, bite me or something. But, like, not on all fours on her hands and knees. Like, on her feet and hands, like, galloping like a humanoid whore horse just like literally what we say sam does though like we say that sam looks like this great casting but also speaking of great casting she could also be the third perfect incarnation of tom tom from 13 going on 30 you know how baby tom tom and older tom tom just look like the same person yes this is the young tom tom that also just looks like the same person so who knew that a humanoid horse could work for one of the hottest magazines in new york i love how you like cannot say horse now one entire like <laughs> instance in the entire f- 15 minutes horse i used to have a speech impediment and sometimes it comes out it's just horse so stop being ableist yeah maybe i am stop being like an ableist person mm, 
No. A disability shamer. Yeah, I am. Is having a lisp a disability? Uh, yeah, I think so. The way me and you are actually disabled, we can like, Stop. we can literally be like, you're being ableist to me. Eh. Yeah, you literally are. Like, is it really ableism if like we're both disabled and we're being ableist to each other? Well, y- you can be ableist to me for my list because you don't have a list, but like, we can't bully each other about having ADHD because we're both neurodivergent. Okay. Fair. So keep my lisp out of your mouth. <laughs> Don't say anything about it. Okay, Natalie? Keep my lisp out of your mouth. You can't even do the lisp right, bitch. No, I can't. <laughs> lisp. It's in the back of the throat. Just uh, like I wouldn't know because I've never had one. Hey. Oh, uh, <laughs> you've never had a cock in your mouth? Interesting. I can see why. No, not once. But I'm a lesbian, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. You never experimented? No, not once. Anyway, in response to the flashback... <laughs> <laughs> Freddie goes, wow, so even back then you were so obnoxious and aggressive. So, Freddie, <laughs> let's unpack this for a moment, shall we? Let's let's do it. If you just said that when people are mean to you, they like you, what does this little comment right here constitute? Hmm. hmm. I don't think we even need to discuss. I think we know what it means. Yeah, I think we know what it means. Moving on. Take it away. (laughs) Carly muses about how Sam hates tuna now. But Sam's like, I don't hate tuna. Um, I'm a fucking lesbian. I hate the way that British chick in our history class says tuna. 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 (laughs) Tuna. I just adore tuna. (laughs) And I'm just like, the post 9-11 xenophobia did not even let the British people have a moment to breathe. Also, I don't think that's even how British penis. <laughs> British penises. <laughs> okay, can you calm down? I'm right here. There's no need for you to be so horny sorry, for men sorry, on sorry, the main sorry, right sorry, now. Sorry, sorry. Just thinking about that British dick. Um, I thought we were supposed to be back together. This is crazy. I don't even think that's how British people pronounce tuna i think they say it like tuner like they have that art then like tuner is that tuner that's disgusting anyway tuna or the pronunciation both wait i thought you were a lesbian can you let me speak maybe (laughs) (laughs) uh this is literally us on the podcast trying to do accents by us i mean me (laughs) or us just doing accents back and forth until we kind of get it right yeah people don't know how much of this i cut out no it's a lot it it is a lot (laughs) (laughs) freddie tries to join in on the bit and is like cheer or not and sam's like yeah don't play along all right (laughs) do you think that this is what would happen to you if you walked in a room in austin and were like my gazpacho is so busy You think they would just be like, nah. Yeah, no. Well, I I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was also going to say that, just kidding, Freddie is actually me trying to do an accent, and then Sam is you telling me that I can't do accents. What? Am I a toxic friend? Now I feel that. Yeah. You're always like, that's not what it sounds like. Try it again. That's not what it sounds like. Do it again. Because no, I you're want not you doing to try right. your best. I want you to try. I try am trying. Best. Sometimes you have to push yourself harder than you ever thought you had to go. You know? Well, sometimes you just bully me. I mean, I thought that was kind of our thing. I don't know anymore. Well, this took a dark turn that I wasn't <laughs> expecting. Um, when Sam's like, yeah, don't play along, all right? Sam is truly everything and everyone I ever wanted to be in high school. It's probably why a lot of people hated me. 
Yeah, fucking bully. <laughs> My high school bullies. <laughs> Carly gives Sam her friend anniversary gift, which is an iCarly t-shirt with a logo and their faces on the back. Sam is like, you know what I'm going to get you? And before Carly can even say she doesn't need anything in return, Sam's like, tickets to the Cuttlefish concert next Friday. You and me, kid. Okay, big. <laughs> and as that escapes my lips, do you even know? Do you even watch Sex in the City? No, you say this all the time. Who am I making these references for? Not me. The concert has been sold out for weeks, but Sam tells Carly not to worry about how she's going to get the tickets because she's got her ways, Carly Shay. Uh. That was a little wink right there. And you know what else she's got? <laughs> Freddie chimes in. Pimples on your butt. And Sam turns around looking like fucking Iron Man before he takes out <laughs> random people in a war-torn, exploited country. And Frito-Lay sprints away. And Sam goes, he was smart to run. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, so Freddie is also thinking about Samantha's butt, much like she was mm-hmm. thinking of his a few episodes prior. In ter s Let me raise you this. How yes. does he know that she has pimples on her butt? Because everyone has pimples on their butt. I mean, yes, but how does she know? Yeah. Why do you have to ruin it? <laughs> Can you just let me say that they're fucking? Because how else would he know what her ass looks like? I'm sorry. Ask me how does he know she has pimples on no, her butt? No, I don't want to ask. It just, you, you, I, I'm quitting. You asked me, how does he know? And I'm like, well, I feel like everyone's had it at some It's point. a rhetorical question, okay. Bestie. Pretend <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> because everybody had pimples on their butt. <laughs> They're ruining my entire thing. So you asked <laughs> a question. So I'm neurodivergent. I don't get social cues. You asked a question. I thought it needed to be answered. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute you. <laughs> How does he know she has pimples on her butt? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no. It was perfect before. <laughs> okay, let me raise you this one. How does he know that she has pimples on her butt? Huh. Because they're literally fucking. They're literally fucking. <laughs> they're literally fucking. At the tender age of 11. <laughs> I think that they're like 15, but still. <laughs> We never see Sam doing a little midnight plan B run. It's true. They should have been a little more realistic with that if they're so obviously going to be smashing boots. Sex is happening off screen. They need to talk about the consequences of sex, like having a good time and cuddling after. Yeah. Yeah. The consequences of sex. Having an awesome fucking time. (laughs) I wouldn't know. I'm celibate. I mean, same. We all know that people who talk about sex a lot aren't having it. That's mean. Yeah. Also, Carly's face when he says pimples on your butt. Like, she has the, like, she knows. She knows that they're fucking. She knows. She knows they're in love. She knows. She knows. She has to know. Her face, it, she's like, she's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, just a little banter. But also when she's like, oh, don't worry about how they get the tickets. I have my wave, Carly say. What are her ways? Is she going to commit capital murder? Yeah, probably. I hate to break it to you, bestie. If you commit capital murder... You get capital punishment. Uh-oh. And you're going to have to bend over and spread them cheeks. <laughs> Uh-oh. Here it comes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> later. Later at the Shea apartment. Freddie peeps his creepy little head into the Shea apartment and is like, psst, is Sam gone? After Carly confirms that Iron Man is, in fact, in Iraq murdering people who don't <laughs> deserve it, Freddie waltzes into <laughs> Shay Shay, which, if you know anything about French, that's a really funny joke. <laughs> 
explain my joke. It's really clever. No, sorry. You're not allowed since I'm not allowed to make jokes. <laughs> no, in French, the way that you say someone's house is Shay and then their name. So if you're doing um, a family home, like you would be Shay Collins and I would be Shay McNaughton. But then like if, if it's just your apartment, it would be Shay Natalie. But then like, so this mm. is the Shay apartment. So it would be Shay Shay. Shay Shay. Shay Shay. Anyway. Shay Shay. Um, and then Freddie slinks in and you see that he's warily holding a bat. <laughs> and it's like, what was he planning on doing with that thing? Stop. Don't be depressed now. Come on. What was he planning on doing with that thing? <laughs> Was he was he dangling that thing around? <laughs> I don't want to think about Freddie's thing dangling around. I don't want to think about it. But Freddie could have a literal gun and Sam could kill him with her bare hands. Like, what did he think he was going to do? Like, what, he doesn't like, know how to swing a bat. It'd fly out of his hands. Literally. He wouldn't even be able to pick it up, I don't think. <laughs> so fucking weak remember when even carly took him down yes and then he was like you only took me down because i wasn't ready and she was like are you ready now and he was like yeah and she was like floored embarrassing for you yeah carly is dead ass just chilling on the couch watching tv when this dweeb comes in freddie sits next to her normal normal puts his arm on the couch normal mm. but then it's sort of around her not normal not normal then he goes i like this song <laughs> pretty romantic huh you feeling the mood then a toilet flushes if you weren't sure what that sound effect was let's just clarify that that was supposed to be a toilet flushing i don't know how to make a toilet flushing sound effect when i wrote that stage direction for myself i was really confident That sounds like that video of that woman trying to explain how to give head with uh, citrus fruits. Oh, and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see. It's like it's like <laughs> water. <laughs> actually a fucking club there's a disco ball beatboxing kid comes out so this little creepy boy is like you feel in the mood and then a toilet flushes and then you just hear or some shit like that and spencer walks out of the bathroom looking dejected as fuck and okay even before he pulled this creepy little you feel in the mood the first thing on my mind was like i would not want my friends just coming into my fucking house unannounced when i'm trying to chill literally worse than an unplanned facetime call let alone some little yippie asking me if i'm feeling the mood what (laughs) mood exactly does this little twerp think that he could even please a woman if she was in the mood? Bro, you don't know what a vagina looks like. Uh, he is on some shit this episode. Like, Freddy is on another level all episode. It's it's something else. But, like, Freddy is always coming over unannounced to the house. And, like, honestly, literally everybody is coming over unannounced to this house. Like, how, how do they not lock the door at this point? I would be so pissed. They don't have a doorbell. 
They don't have a lock? Apparently not. What else? Also, really hardly have a doorman because Lubert doesn't do shit. <laughs> like, every time they try to lock it, Lubert actually just breaks the lock <laughs> so that nobody can lock their door. No privacy allowed in, in the apartment building. It's like a fucking halfway home. Yeah. They're like, you can't be trusted. Yeah, you gotta, they like, take your door off. <laughs> Like, nobody's allowed to have doors. Oh, you can't even have a blanket, no jacking off, no shower curtain, no razors. No, no beating your meats, no anything. Mm-mm. I thought you were going to say no beating your wife. So I was like, okay, I think that's normal. I don't think anyone should, <laughs> should do that. Yeah. Let me clarify. I do not think anybody should be beating their, or uh, behind closed doors or not behind closed doors. Yeah. I think some, maybe some wives deserve to be beaten. You don't know the, you don't know the history. What if she burnt dinner? Mm, well, in that case. Yeah, then you can fucking wail. I'm just kidding. Domestic. Domestic violence is super serious, and one in three women who die, die by their husband's hand. The real statistic is that one in three women who are murdered are murdered by their husband, not one in three women who die. So I think we all know what we should be doing. If a man gets married to a woman, you got to piss in his asshole preemptively for the murder that he may commit. Absolutely. A preemptive piss. Preemptive piss. Preemptive pissing. That's my middle name. Preemptive piss. My mom put it on my birth certificate. She knew who she was giving birth to. <laughs> Not Freddy still trying to act like he's still in love with Carly when him and Sam are literally fucking. Like, he talks about the pimples on her ass. Don't be fake, Freddy. I mean, if honestly, this is the most realistic thing because men are not loyal. That's true. Even when they think they're in love, even when they're like, this is the woman for me. They're fucking around. They're thinking about other chicks. That's true. They're at the bar flirting with the bartender. That's true. So if anything, that makes it more believable that they are fucking that he's still all trying right. to force himself on carly all right okay all right i see i see you why carly making a making a legitimate plot point here <laughs> yeah a, a very legitimate plot a point. very legit i see that, that sam and freddie are fucking and then he's still pursuing yeah. carly because he's not loyal like most men are not yeah yeah that makes sense to me yeah okay all right continue continue arthur cheers mate cheers arthur clink Thanks. <laughs> Arthur Gradstein, I see what you did. Very, very nuanced. Very, very nuanced. This uh, this one's for you. Thanks, Arthur. Cheers. Um, uh, something about the sound of the toilet flushing and then a man coming out of said bathroom and being like, <laughs> is so disgusting. I'm going to play the audio here just so you can really like feel what I felt when I heard this. You feeling the mood? Oh, God. It was like throaty and it was lemmy and uh, and it's just the toilet flush in conjunction i was like keep it to yourself man like it was like as if he just took like a huge shit and you're just like Ugh. and i was like uh spencer <laughs> i don't want to see you like this i like, know we just went to paris and like it- stop I, I can't look at you in this way and this was just the beginning of me really being turned off by him this episode which is pour one out for for the girls who thought they'd be going to paris every day yeah every relationship has its ups and downs and i guess this is just yeah this is just one of the lows honestly for spencer i agree spencer's just like the biggest fucking cock block ever like all the time but you know you know in this situation honestly it might be good because freddie was about to pull a neville and commit a little schmexual schmexual assault i love this podcast where like sexual assault hilarious make a joke domestic violence hilarious make a joke it's just a good time it's just bits and jokes we don't mean anything we say come on now we're not even lesbians we're not even women what is anything right i could say i have pink hair and a bleached asshole and no one can tell me i'm wrong but you would be wrong because i don't 
I really want to bleach my asshole. I don't I don't know why. Yeah, I feel you. I think it's just like a I want to look like a porn star. I think that's Yeah. I think after we go to the Rainforest Cafe, we should immediately get our assholes bleached and then Yeah. Probably shit on whoever is administering the bleach because <laughs> I don't think Rainforest Cafe food is gonna go down very well. <laughs> or maybe we get our assholes bleached first and then we stain it after the Rainforest Cafe. <sighs> I guess when you get your nails done, they grow out. When you get your hair done, it grows out. When you get your asshole bleached, <laughs> bleach your asshole. You gotta, you gotta shit yeah. on it. I shitted on it. Life really be like that, huh? Imagine like purposefully making yourself constipated because you just got your asshole bleached and you don't want to ruin it. <laughs> Sorry, I can't shit. Like I have a freshly bleached asshole. I want to keep it like this for like a month. Um, speaking of like shit, after the toilet flushes, Carly's like, yeah. I'm feeling the mood. And I'm like, okay, poop fetish queen. Freddy, forget. Eat your girl right. Excrete your girl right. <laughs> it makes sense that Carly is anti-piss kink because she's pro-shit kink. <laughs> she can't be both. She has to pick one or the other. So she is. She's got to choose. She's pro shit king. Have you ever peed on someone before? <laughs> no, we've been over this. Have you ever shit on someone before? <laughs> no. I feel like you paused. I said, you piss on someone? No. no. You shit on someone? No. No. Wow. <laughs> That's funny you ask, though. <laughs> no, I'm wow. kidding. There's more to me than meets the eye. Yeah, she'd be shitting on him. You really listen to did it on him and you be you be <laughs> relating to it harder. I'd be, I be doing it. I shitted I be doing on him. I really, I, I really, I really did on him. I shitted on him. Shitted on him. Spencer comes out and is like, I'm sad. He just came from a funeral from the bathroom. The casket was really a toilet. Spencer <laughs> was kind of the murderer. The victim Spencer's fish, Reggie, who he forgot to feed. <gasps> Why does this kind of sound like a Phoebe Bridgers song? <laughs> Spencer comes out and says, I'm sad. He just came from a funeral. Now he's feeling pretty bad. It was held in the bathroom, which seems kind of weird. And the casket was a toilet. Now what's going on here? Well, Spencer killed his fish that he forgot to feed, and now he's sad and complaining to Fred and Carly. <laughs> Encore! Encore! That was amazing! Guys, she's going on tour next month! Universal! That was so good! It's sold out! It's been sold out for weeks! She's Sorry, actually touring with Cuttlefish! <laughs> They actually helped me produce it. I'm so happy because, you know, I'm just a writer. I really don't know a lot about the technical stuff. X Cersei X <laughs> sings X and writes X her own lyrics X. I don't know how, how we're supposed to continue. I don't know how I'm supposed to follow that up. You wrote a whole song. I have nothing. I have not a, not a thing. X Cersei X sings. X Cersei X writes. X Cersei X does everything. X Cersei XXX. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. Ooh. Just kidding. I would never do Ooh, that. Anyway. I'm not a whore. <laughs> a horse. <laughs> I'm not a horse. I'm, ju I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. <laughs> X Cersei X asks X Natalie X2X continue X. No. X. <laughs> 
right. <laughs> you guys, thanks so much for listening. We don't have a pod babe of the week because we're wrapping up kind of early. Catch us next week when we watch one of the episodes. Woo! Woo! Um, I love how Spencer literally just announces, <laughs> I'm sad. And then just stands there. Honestly, fucking relatable. <laughs> like, okay. So you're telling me I like wrote a whole song and that's all you have to say about this? Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, I don't know how you want me to continue because I literally have nothing to say. I just wanted, all I wanted to do was point out that he just comes out. He's like a little kid. He's just like, I'm sad. And then, and he, then just he just stands, stands there. there. Jinx? Jinx? Just, I think we just have to You owe everything. me a white claw. Give it to me. Hand it over. I said Jinx first, so you owe me a white claw. Well, you didn't say that I owed you anything. Well, I was gonna say, I think at this point for how much we jinx we should just cheers every time we jinx because there's no way we can keep this going okay i agree well cheers cheers pink oh you're not even drinking a white claw you're drinking a fucking bu- oh bud light seltzer i thought it was a bud light i was like you're drinking fucking beer bitch i thought we were a seltzer hoes a seltzer always it's still a seltzer which is what some people uh refer to me when they don't hear me correctly when i say my name so <laughs> well period so now that Spencer has declared his feelings and Cersei has written us and <laughs> sang us a beautiful song, Freddie is like, you're lucky you can use the microwave. I know, or else I'd be down the toilet too. <laughs> and I hate to be a feminist. Oh, here we go. I really hate to Get do on it. Get your soapbox. Welcome to my, Let's go. my GSW, Gender and Women's Studies 202 class. Everybody open up your syllabus. And let's begin the first lecture. I am starting to hate the dynamic of Spencer being a dumb fucking idiot and Carly taking care of him. Because why? Why? Tell him. Because purposeful infantilization very easily becomes weaponized incompetence. Which is precisely how and why women around the globe end up doing two to ten times the amount of unpaid labor and care than men. Boo. What is unpaid labor and care? Housework, emotional labor, taking care of family members. Mental labor. Yeah, mental labor. Daughters are like 60% more likely to take care of the parents as they get older. um, Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. Men are allowed to never mature. And it really Mm -hmm. doesn't reflect negatively on them. That's just how they are. And it's sort of cute and quirky. And women internalize Mm -hmm. picking up their slack to take care of them because they Mm -hmm. care for them. Like it's this quirky little, oh, my husband's so incompetent. Look what I have to do for him. And it's like, baby, he is making your life harder, not better. Yes. You want another child? You want to be fucking a child? Are you you a pedophile? Are you Dan Schneider? Do I need to piss in your Uh, asshole? uh, uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. I said it. No. I I agree wholeheartedly. This entire episode, I know that we always talk about how, like, Spencer's quirky and, like, this and that, but, like, this episode was another extreme. Like, they literally were like, no, Carly's his mom. Mm -hmm. Me and Natalie just went on a huge rant about how men suck, and yeah, I think I'm a lesbian again. Guys, what else is new, honestly? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She's actually queer baiting me again. What else is new? You know, I'm I'm a lesbian plus one. Plus two, Spencer. Mm. Plus three. You know, you know, I'm. Oh, uh, yeah. OK, OK. I'm not any of the pluses, though, guys, because I'm a lesbian. I'm, I'm the minus you're in you're in. The I'm a lesbian. lesbian realm. You're, you're a lesbian minus Natalie plus Spencer plus three other men. <laughs> All right. Well, neither of us are mathematicians. I don't think we should try to parse this out. <laughs> Um, I love how you're not even denying it. I'm going to kill myself. I literally but said I'm I want to say. I want to say. I'm Natalie sexual. <laughs> okay, Ben Shapiro. But not Natalie Collins sen- sexual, just Natalie period. 
all Natalie's. Therian. Natalie. All Natalie's. I almost said Natalie Furtado. I don't think that's her name. It's Nelly. It's Nelly Furtado. Uh, and it's Natalie. a man. <laughs> that's a dude? <laughs> Isn't it Nelly Furtado? Or no, wait. Promiscuous. Who am I? Oh, no, that's a woman. Yeah, that's Nelly a woman. Furtado. I would have believed you, too. I wouldn't have even questioned. I would have been like, yeah, okay. It was Who is I was just thinking of like Nelly. Oh like, yeah, no, Nelly, like no last name. Nelly, Nelly's a dude. Nelly Furtado is not a dude. I'm so glad that we clarified this. Um, those are the two genders: dude and not a dude. Listening. <laughs> no, the two genders are Nelly and Nelly Furtado. <laughs> you, you gotta pick one. What are the vibes? Uh, you promiscuous, or are you hot in here? Honestly, I think I'd be hot, hot in here. Oh, they're both very sexy. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I I'm I a, think I'm promiscuous. I'm a virgin, so I don't really think I relate to either of them. Oh my god, I'm still mm-hmm. non-binary in this fake world we created. Ah! <laughs> ah! Anyway, I love this iCarly podcast. Anyway, anyway, back to iCarly. I want to talk about how this sentiment of Carly only like knowing how to use the microwave is completely false because Carly she doesn't know how to use the microwave she's fucking dumb rocks in her brain uh Carly literally cooked all of them like a five course fucking pasta meal in episode three yeah so like she knows how to cook also Spencer has cooked for them and taken care of them he cooks for them a lot actually yeah this this is not adding up Arthur and he went through that whole arc of being like I need to take care of Carly more I need to be a better fake dad yeah well now he's an idiot again Carly banned Spencer from getting any more fish and spencer suspiciously is like uh uh uh-huh sure and carly is like move out of the fucking way and tickles him making him move to reveal this fucking dumbass already bought a new fish he named it swimmy i hate that (laughs) carly is always tickling spencer Mm -hmm. i don't know i I just don't like it It, it's something creeps me out about it i don't think you have to say i don't know because i think everyone can agree that is weird that's strange behavior have you ever tickled your brother no maybe the girls on the sibling are dating but (laughs) not not over here why is she supposed to literally be a mother at 15 like she's a mom she's like Move, honey. Move to the side. Let me see what you've done. You're not allowed to buy any more fish. I'm banning you from this house. Huh? I... God. We are at the school and we open on our king, Jeremy Jeremy, Ah! a.k.a. the one and only Nathan Pearson. Nathan Pearson! Ow, ow! Who we interviewed a few episodes ago. Mm -hmm, Honey, that's right. You heard that correctly. Go back and check that out if you haven't already. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. We got an interview with this actor for our little tiny podcast. Jeremy is at some guy named Rodney's Locker soliciting genuine genuine peacock feather tissues from this man this man straight up has an office in his locker like he's not even trying to hide the Mm -hmm. fact that he is selling all of this fucking contraband he's a boy boss dare i say dare i say he's a boy boss a boy boss a boy boss a boss boy this school terrifies me like sam has all these weapons in her locker Uh this man is selling who the fuck knows what (laughs) out of this locker i think anything and everything anything and everything Mm -hmm. they just don't care i think they're like yeah whatever just run like an underground like drug ring like it's cool it's fine just have like a literal gun in your locker you know it's cool he needs his coin after jeremy gets his tissues he exclaims peacock you say peacock and nobody bats an eye but you say cock pee and everybody loses their minds 
I'm glad that you also thought this because <laughs> I was like, that was weirdly sexual. It was it was peeing cock. Peacock. I want to see your peacock. Cock, cock, cock. Your peacock. Cock, cock. <laughs> That's Jeremy is singing that right now. <laughs> right now we have him on the phone, you guys. Jeremy covering Peacock by Katy Perry. Ah! I want to see your peacock. Cock. <laughs> if we go in episode without singing organically, will that ever happen? No. This is embarrassing. Frankly, I hate hearing my stupid little voice. <laughs> Sam strolls up to this office slash locker looking for cuttlefish tickets. Rodney's like, they're a hundred bucks. And then he shows that he's holding two tickets, not one each. Ooh. And Sam's like, I can't fucking afford that shit. So they strike a deal to trade the tickets for the one of a kind iCarly t-shirt. One of a kind iCarly t-shirts. Get them here. Get them here. Come at once. Going twice. Sold to Rodney for the cuttlefish tickets. When Sam finds out how much he's charging per ticket, she's like, well, I know why they call you Rip Off Rodney. And I don't want to be offensive. What? Uh-oh. But I do want to say that this kid say it. has a big old fluffy head of brown curly hair. He's got dark eyebrows, olive skin, and a strong nose. And he Ooh. randomly speaks a little New York, if you ask me. He says, ah, cuttlefish tickets. Those are going hot. Those are hot. Those are hot. None of the other kids talk like that. And I feel like he is coded as Jewish. Ah. And this whole rip off Rodney thing is sort of an anti-Semitic stereotype. Because I feel Uh like you would not see a little blue-eyed blonde boy being called rip off Rodney. I'm just Uh saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Arthur. Mm -mm -mm. I mean, I would believe it. They have like so many like stereotypes that are really fucked up in this entire series anyone in media who's like greedy and wants money they're like jewish coded i'm like yeah let's not be like racist or anti-semitic for like for like a minute for like an episode please no impossible absolutely impossible impossible. especially in the 2000s oh that's impossible people thought racism was so funny in the 2000s they were like we're post-race everyone equal yeah so that means white people can be racist on tv it doesn't mean anything (laughs) and i think that's something that gen z doesn't understand we fully were like brainwashed into believing that racism was like cured yeah and then so when you made edgy jokes it wasn't hurting like anyone no it didn't mean anything because it was on tv so it was fine let's rewind to when i was like domestic violence hilarious i'm post-feminism we don't need feminism anymore because because like women are like equal and because i know that i'm deep down a feminist like i can say edgy stuff because at the end of the day it's fine it doesn't hurt anyone i want to know what the fuck sam honestly expected from a 14 year old boy who literally has phones taped to his locker door and has concert tickets on a belt under his shirt <laughs> obviously he's gonna rip you off the man is trying to make a living i mean this kid kind of had swag i'm not gonna lie Creddy is also fucking freaking out back at the Shea apartment because Sam is MIA and there's only I fly like paper, get hot like plants. I cannot believe that Carly <laughs> Shea has been MIA this whole time. That is so fucking dope. Respect That's on her crazy. name. Holy fuck. Eight minutes till showtime though. Eight minutes. They gotta eight minutes. Hurry the fuck up. Where's where's Miss Actress? Where's Miss Star of the show? They know that they better be prompt. Or that SWAT team is going to take them out if they're not fucking broadcasting on the second on the dot. This is a Saw type (laughs) situation. Do you want to have a web show? You better start on time or they'll come for you. What if that was the Saw soundtrack instead of actual spooky music? 
I've never seen the Saw movies. Um, Me neither. Damn. Cheers to that, bitch. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Spencer is trying to build an automatic fish feeder. Carly's like, cool. Maybe now your fish won't starve to death. But Spence is like, oh, it's too late for swimmy. But this is Brock and reveals his new fish. It's been two days. Two days. If you're going to call PETA on anyone, it should be him. Yeah, yeah, Jail. PETA is being yeah, called. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Ridiculous Nick's iCarly crossover? Question mark? No, they're literally the same. Like, there's no crossover because they're the same. Carly is Rob Dyrdek. Sam? Yeah. Sam could be Chanel. Yeah, she is. Freddie? I, can't I don't know his it. name. The dude who just pulls up the fucking videos. <laughs> PETA has been dialed. <laughs> they're on the phone. I need a PETA agent. Carly is like, but you only had him for two days. And Spencer goes, his last two days, actually. Okay, this was a little bit funny, funny but jail. Funny. Jail. Funny, but jail. <laughs> Me making fun of domestic violence. Yeah. <laughs> funny, but jail. Funny, but jail. <laughs> ADHD king. Like, not only is he forgetting to feed his fish, but instead of just feeding the fish, he has decided to focus all of his time and energy into this project that solves his problem, <laughs> but is a whole thing instead of just solving the problem. Okay. <laughs> So you have ADHD. Yeah. You also have three cats. Yeah. I'm worried about them. I'm calling PETA. They will be taken from you. I feed them. I remember to feed them. She just put that in quotes. She just put that in air quotes, you guys. PETA. We need an agent. We need an agent. Send two. One for Spencer. One for me. We're both in Paris, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Sam finally runs in and Carly is bitching at her like a suspicious housewife. Where were you? Why didn't you call? Who are you fucking? Let me smell your Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sam gives her the tickets and Carly is ecstatic. She's like, ah! how did you get these? They were sold out. And Sam's like, I just traded that shirt that you made me for them. <laughs> her mood instantly drops. But Sam is oblivious and goes for a knuckle touch. Knuckle touch. Carly's like, I'm not touching your knuckles. <laughs> and Sam's like, why? They're clean. I washed them yesterday. See? And licks them you know i had my suspicions that sam puckett did not wash her hands after using the ladies room (laughs) but baby those suspicions have become confirmed i don't think she ever washes them period (laughs) did sam actually start covid here we are blaming jeremy but it was actually sam all along so justice for jeremy this white bitch had had viruses germs viruses mutating on her hands and then she was licking them she created it and then she was knuckle touching Anyone who thinks that they can lick their hand and it's still clean afterwards, good lord. Carly is like, I can't believe you gave the shirt I made you to some sleazy kid. All right, Mel Gibson, chill on the anti-Semitism, Carly. <laughs> it is a very bad look. Rodney is just trying to make a living, Miss Fucking One Percent. Chill out. Literally, like, stop cashing your daddy's checks. Maybe you would also be charging a hundred dollars for a ticket and trading for a shirt if you weren't rich. Yeah, let's cut you off from your fucking family's millions and see how well you fare. You dumb cunt. Ugh, I wrecked that 13-year-old fucker. Get him. Sam tries to defend herself and is like, you said the shirt was no big deal. And Carly's like, oh, that's just something people say when you give them a present. Oh, it's no big deal. It's always a big deal. 
this was simultaneously the best performance and the most range we've gotten out of Miss Miranda Cosgrove this whole fucking show thus far. I feel like we dog mm-hmm. on her acting a lot. But like Miranda Cosgrove is a good actor. Drake and Josh, yes. fucking School of Rock, she's serving. Yeah. I really think that her character, Carly, is just so bland and so baseline that she doesn't yeah. have a lot to work with. Yeah. So it comes off like she's not doing, doing anything. anything. Jinx. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. Clink. Jinx again. Clink. Clink. Okay, we didn't do that at the same time. <laughs> Carly's mad at Sam. Sam is mad at Carly for being mad at Sam. Freddie is desperately just trying to get the iCarly show on the road because Jigsaw is in his ear. You want to have a web show? <laughs> so he funnels the screaming girls into the elevator. Who do you think is right? Sam or Carly? I need to know. It's funny because I meant to ask this question to you. Yeah. But I realized that it was too hard and I couldn't i'm i'm torn because i see both no i want i i asked it so you answer okay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna let you get away with this okay um (laughs) for me i i think taking into account the fact that they are literally 13 plays a really big part in it yeah that does that does you gotta you gotta bring yourself back to that 13 year old Mm -hmm. mindset and i think that as someone who grew up poor who had rich friends and choosing to I something, something if I were in really change it and I would because I'm an I'm an artist and like I, I paint people stuff all the time and if, if, if they gave mm-hmm. also like this isn't art it's literally like she designed her a t-shirt like a big fucking work. yeah she's like oh it took me weeks to do like what you screen printed it like okay like I know the weeks to do like okay no I'm like torn yeah like I I, I see both sides but I'm Clink, clink. <laughs> but I think for me in the argument, I think this is something you learn as you get older where like sometimes you do something and someone is mad at you for it and you feel that that is not fair or not just or they don't have the right to yeah. be mad at you because situations reversed, you wouldn't be mad at them. But that's like not mm-hmm. the meter that you can put things at because your boundaries are different than someone else's boundaries. So when Carly initially expressed upsetness which is valid i think it was on sam to apologize to her yeah she didn't realize the sentimental value that carly held for that gift yeah and i wouldn't have either because all it said was icarly.com and then a photo of them on the back it's like that oh see i would have i would have understood because like i'm a very like i love like making people gifts and i know that understand you where love coming from i know what you said after so it's kind of my like two dueling personalities yeah i feel like we get into like a whole therapy session but at the end of the day it's a nickelodeon show but we do be dissecting it with a fine tooth comb we do be doing that we do be doing that the way that we're like psychologists like what yeah phd in psychology where anyway so now that we've gone in in in-depth analysis and not taken either side (laughs) which i'm not shocked about i want to know what the fans think so let us know in the comments or contact sheet on the website we'll put a poll up on our instagram we'll put a poll up on our twitter i want to know if you are team carly or team sam and we're gonna see what the fans think Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the girlies still fighting the elevator bing the doors whoosh the girls yeah they're still arguing. <laughs> carly 
Don't give me an ultimatum. Sam, don't use words I can't understand. I... Oh, my God. The funniest part, the funniest part is Cersei wrote this. And she wanted to read the don't use words I can't understand when it's literally me on this podcast. Like, that's the funniest fucking thing. She always used words that I don't understand. Uh. It's literally me and her. Well, I don't hold that against you and I don't view it as part of your personality. So I wouldn't I wouldn't think mm. of that as a dividing factor. Like, oh, Natalie's got shitty vocabulary. <sighs> I literally casually threw the word thus in earlier and I didn't realize it until I I said it out loud into the microphone and I was like well it's too late to go back and try to change the verbiage disgusting I can't I have a very convoluted vocabulary and she said English major check uh. before that I was in seventh or eighth grade and I was talking to a group of people and I said something something yeah and such and my friend quote unquote she was kind of a cunt she was like why do you say <laughs> and such just say and stuff and I was like Okay. okay. Just as we are, the <laughs> girls still Keep fighting. Freddie. We're live. Hola, senors. And senoritas, welcome to iCarly. Me llamo Carly. And you may llamo me Sam. Ah! Ah! The girls start the show off with a fan video of a little girl giving her mom a big surprise. I thought this was going to be about poop, honestly. <laughs> little girl, big surprise. She took a dump. Was not the case. Okay. No, that was not the case. And the mom, they start the video and she goes, oh, this is a big one. Yeah. Uh-huh. In such a sexual tone. Why? Why is this entire episode so sexual? Everyone, every adult that had something to do with this, spread them. Jail. Spread them. Piss. And, Piss and in the over. asshole. Because I'm, I've been drinking White Claws for a few hours now and I'm ready to bust. It's warm. Massive warm. It's warm. <laughs> oh, God. I just, I I hate, I, I really hate the writers. I hate the writers, directors, Dan, all of them. We're going to jump them. The girls, they start fighting again on air and then they storm off set. Freddie slowly turns the camera to him and goes, uh, I Carly is experiencing <laughs> technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just shaking the camera going <laughs> and then he just covers the camera slowly <laughs> uh you guys i rewatch like carly is experiencing technical, technical difficulties, difficulties. <laughs> is that believable yes honestly it's comedy really this was so hilarious give him an emmy lawn michaels you have to cast him give it to him he's a new egot give it to him <laughs> he's gonna get a tony this was honestly <laughs> iconic this was the best was acting so freddie has ever done so realistic so i believed awkward. it they were having technical difficulties nobody could even tell that it was fake everyone was honestly. like no not technical difficulties oh my god what the website it's going down <laughs> after their technical difficulties we are back at the school the girls at their lockers rip off rodney struts by mm -hmm. donning the iCarly t-shirt and he goes hey sam love my shirt <laughs> and the girls start bickering again freddie he comes over and he's like this is so stupid you guys are best friends we're best friends and 
Freddy gets him to stop by going, "Hey!" No, you you got you got to get deep in your throat like little Nathan Crest did. <clears throat> hey! Hey. Oh, yes <laughs> the way the way freddie is like being like all like Ooh. hey 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 shut the fuck up bitches i said hey i said hey i was like hey assertive king hey okay i see hey. somebody hit puberty <laughs> um while they're fighting this is like unrelated to freddie you know like asserting himself yeah, and everything you, freddie you're not the center of attention. Only I mentioned you. She's not going to mention you. While they're fighting, Carly puts away her textbook, and it has one of those purple textbook covers on it. And holy fuck, that brought me back. Do you remember those? Like the like the textbook ones? covers? Yes. Fuck yes. that shit, dude. Like the, the stretchy ones, yeah. you know? You know, that you, like, put around? She has one dude. on there. And I was like, oh, my God, I f- fucking forgot about those. While the girls were fighting, the two of them the were- The girls are fighting! Oh my god, Azalea Ooh. Banks is on the podcast. Azalea, <laughs> please tell us how it's going. Um, but the two of them were literally just slamming their lockers like kids. Like literal children. Like, did nobody else in the school get annoyed by this? I would have fought if two girls were just fucking slamming the lockers back and forth for no Bitch, fucking reason. If you get in some bitch's business, you're gonna get stabbed. I would never fight. I'm literally like, you that would was never a fight. Lie. Girl, you're getting annoyed by some no. other hoes. They're gonna stab you. They don't care if you're not gonna fight. The fuck? Like, there's no narc around that's like hey they're they're fucking like slamming the lockers y'all gonna do something about this i I know in my head if you see two bitches fighting do not even look at them don't be entertained by it don't (laughs) film it don't do anything i was at my fucking neighborhood bar it's like two blocks away from my mom's house oh yes i know these yeah yeah, these bitches started fucking brawling like breaking glasses trying to stab each other with broken beer bottle shit like that and we we were literally in the corner and so we didn't want to leave because we didn't want to walk by them so we were just sitting there drinking our fucking white claws waiting for it to be over they look over at us just because we're you know people are fucking fighting we're gonna fucking look and they're like the fuck are you ugly white bitches looking at i was like i'm not looking at anything bitch please don't stab me i just want to have some white claws <laughs> no if you see bitches banging lockers <laughs> avert your eyes walk away do not be perturbed i'm sorry carly and sam i wasn't looking at the two of you guys slamming the lockers i'm so sorry please don't stab me i'm i was just joking sam's not to be like the fuck are you looking at bitch she pulls out her fucking like her what what does she have in her fucking locker her her uh <laughs> I don't know. Oh, shit. A sledgehammer, a wrench, yeah, probably a baseball bat, her gun that she keeps in there from earlier. I mean, definitely. She's got some shit in there, that's for sure. Fred Wardo is like trying to talk them off the edge, off the edge of the cliff, and he's like, "Finger the fans, mate, so we can't let them down." And the girls are like, <laughs> "True chains, Freddie. Fame comes first. And they're about to make up. They are mm-hmm, edging mm-hmm. forgiveness when mm-hmm. all of the sudden." Oh man, Sam, thank you so much for taking me to the Cuddlefish concert. It was the most awesome concert ever. Remember at the end when they played Rock Me, Love Me, and we held our cell phones up to illuminate the darkness? Whoa, I have to go to algebra class. Bye! Who remembers Tareen from a few episodes ago who talked a mile a minute and was really fucking annoying? Oh, yep. Guess yep. who Sam took to the Cuddlefish concert? She's back, baby! And fucking shit up more than ever. Yep, yep, yep. When Freddie's trying to convince them that they can't just end their friendship because it'll ruin iCarly, he's also like, think of me! Without iCarly, <laughs> I'm back to painting clay mugs with my mom at Color Me Pot. First of all, ever since I fucking listened to this episode, I've had an Irish person screaming, 
Color me pot in my head nonstop. I don't want to color your pot. Stop talking to me. Color me pot. <laughs> Who should color me pot? No. Secondly, this lame ass motherfucker really has no friends. Stop. And not even Sam and Carly because clearly they're just coworkers. Because if I Carly goes under, Stop. he's not even going to be able to reach their lines. He's blocked. He's reported. He's only going to be able to chill this fucking mom and color me pot. <laughs> I would you color me pot, Freddie? You've got no friends. <laughs> Freddie is literally gonna fucking K-word himself Stop. if I Carly gets canceled and he has to spend time with his mom. Like, actually, wait, actually, though, his Munchausen mom is actually gonna K-word yeah, him yeah. before he gets to K-word himself. So, either way, that man is deceased if I Carly goes under. He dead. He D-E-D. That boy is dead. Dead. Carly is pissed. And Sam reciprocates. Freddie's whining about how they almost made up. And the girls start banging their lockers again, which is really pissing off Natalie. But it's okay because Sam's going to look at her and be like, what the fuck are you looking at, white bitch? And Natalie's going to be like, um, actually, I'm like mixed. But then the girlies storm off before they can really like, you know, throw hands with Natalie. Very accurate. Freddie leans against the lockers, defeated, looking after the girls wistfully, unsure what to do. Then a tall, lanky, balding teacher rocking a sad black suit and a wide striped tie that looks like it's from fucking Target. It, pops out of this random classroom, <laughs> snaps and points at Freddy and goes, why were you just slamming the lockers? And before Freddy can say boo, the teach grabs him and goes, come with me. Uh-oh. R.I.P. Poor Fred. R.I.P. R.I.P. Fred. It was nice knowing you. I hated the demeanor of this teacher. Why are you slamming those lockers? Shut the fuck up. Mind your business, bitch. <laughs> He's about to get stabbed. Yeah, the fuck? Not me. The fuck is this balding what man looking at? Get some Rogaine. <laughs> get some fucking Rogaine, I am bitch. not a balding man advocate. I would just like to say I'm only a bald man advocate. You got to do the full shave for me to respect you. If you're doing a George Costanza, come on, baby boo. That's pathetic. Uh, y'all know how I feel about this. I, I, I have nothing to add <laughs> to this banter. We are back at the stay apartment. Venmo her a dollar. At Natalie Arc collins freddie he peeps his entitled little head into the shea apartment mm-hmm. which is apparently never locked i'm gonna rob them spencer is like carly's not home yet and he's like i know can i still come in Warily, spencer's like do you need to borrow money and freddie is like no so spencer's like yeah sure come on in he is triggered from miss samantha but also <laughs> you're the one percent bitch she's poor help her out yeah spencer's like literally quaking from sam yeah he's like i can't fucking take it anymore she took my she took my entire inheritance last she, month she's taking me dry i can't do it anymore <laughs> freddie huffs on the couch clearly upset and spence is like you look glum. I am glum. Why so glum? Can we stop saying glum? Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Can we stop saying glum? No, you shut up. Shut the fuck up, Freddy. Can we stop saying glum? Shut the fuck up, Freddy. I know. No. Guess what? There would have been one less glum in this conversation if you didn't say, can we stop saying glum? Yep. It, it was like they were forcing this to be some kind of punchline and it just like never like. It didn't hit. Like what was the point of this? Spencer asks if things have gotten any better between the girls, and Freddie says they're the opposite of better. And then Spencer just goes, worse. The pain in Freddie's sigh. He was like, yeah. The face he makes when Spencer says this. Yeah, that's 
the opposite of better. Even Freddie was like, is there a carbon monoxide leak? Because you are dumber than <laughs> usual. You have, like, regressed from himbo to fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, it, it was just, like, every chance that they could get to make Spencer be an idiot was just overkill this episode. It's the way we have left Paris. We are not participating. Yeah. We're we're back. We've come to our senses. We're lesbians, in fact. Yeah. Freddie is nervous because they have to do the show, but they'll probably just start screaming at each other, and I'll have to fake technical difficulties again and go, a baby no one not a single damn soul is asking you to do that all you gotta do is turn the camera off (laughs) honestly but just like let them fight on live you know what like that was better entertainment than more than half of their past web shows let them fight on live literally they could have been the first world star fuck ridiculousness yes they could have been world star yes that would have gotten the millions of views because everybody knows that men love to watch women fight wait why don't we have more male listeners then everybody tell your friends we Mm -hmm. fight (laughs) (laughs) where are the men where the men Spencer decides to give Fredward some good old brotherly advice that he's learned while dating women. Mm. When you break up with them, they don't like it when you ask their sister out on a date. Mm-mm. That will Mm-mm. get you a fork in the arm. Uh-oh. And you see how because he's dumb, we don't perceive him as an asshole. Mm-hmm. But like he's too stupid to pick up on social cues. And it's like not asking out an ex's sister or best friend or something is pretty fucking standard known common courtesy. Yeah, I would say so. Like I get that he's neurodivergent, but he's not that neurodivergent. No. Men can just play dumb and not get called a dick if they yep. so please. Yeah, it's like a it's like a shtick. It's just it's just annoying. Baby, we are not in Paris anymore. No. And wait, he was the one who, who broke up with the girl. Mm-hmm. So he was the one who broke up with her. So did he break up with her for the sister? Cancel the tickets. Ew. Cancel the tickets to Paris. That's grimy. Cancel them. Repack the bags and cancel the tickets. It is going to take a lot for me to ever be on board with revisiting Paris. Yeah. I'm sort of over it. Yeah. At this moment in time. That might have been our last trip to Paris. You know, we're out. He continues on and he goes when girls are mad they just like to be told that they're right and freddie's like well both girls can't be right and spencer offers up a or can they (laughs) no 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 but who cares who cares we're moving on he needs to show freddie his automatic fish feeder okay i (laughs) hate when men talk about women like this like when girls are mad they just need to be told that they're right and it's like no no. men are stupid and infantilized by society and you cannot understand what it takes to be a woman and it is so fucking frustrating yes just have a conversation to any men out there i want you to know from the bottom of my fucking heart your mother babied you and the way she (laughs) treated you set you up to be a codependent fuck in this world yeah period get a fucking grip get a grip go to therapy baby women don't want to be told that they're right they want you to recognize you're wrong or just have a legitimate conversation about everything like i can't believe this episode is turning me into a lesbian again like i'm done i'm done i'm fired the fuck up crazy the other thing that's fired the fuck up is this automatic fish feeder baby well the fish feeder has been activated and it murders this fish shattering the bowl spencer goes swimming i thought that was brock brock the way this man is killing fish left and right call peter he doesn't even know 
He doesn't even know who's who. He, he's on Fucking a rampage. Canceled. He's on a fish rampage. Rampage. He's literally a serial killer. He's a serial killer. A fish serial killer. C serial killer. A serial killer. Serial. <laughs> After Spencer commits his third serial kill, <laughs> he scoops up the fish into a glass and pours some water, and good old Brock has survived. Woo! Thank God. Only to be swallowed two seconds later by Spencer on accident, who then spits him back into the cup. Peter! <laughs> People for the ethical treatment of animals, where are you? He's where are you, fish left and right. Where are you? Where are you? And I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. I can't have he one. ate another fish. fish. <laughs> Please, I'm begging. No more fish need to be harmed. <laughs> Like, okay, I get that Spencer is quirky or whatever. And has he's like forget stuff. And has ADHD or whatever. But like, come on. You just put the fish into the cup. Unless you have short-term memory loss. That was on purpose, you fucking murderer. He better bend over. Like it was literally like he put it, he put it in the cup. And then was like, oh, I'm thirsty. Drank it. Like, bitch, you just fucking put it in there. I know. I know you did not forget that. Come on. That man wanted that fish in his mouth. He was like, okay, well, fuck. My murder contraption didn't work. <laughs> it didn't kill the fish. So now I'm just going to eat it alive. Oh, wait, shit. Freddy's still here. Wait. Let me spit it back out. Ooh, is Spencer the one who's like in a mask being like, so you want to have a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Spencer's jigsaw. He's actually been the one holding us hostage and holding iCarly hostage. He's like, yeah, you want to have a podcast? You better post on time. You see me eating this fish? This will be you next in Paris, baby. We never wanted to make the Paris jokes. We just needed to appease his ego. Someone help us. Please. Free us from the shackles of the Paris joke. He's holding us hostage. We've been lesbians the whole time. I never went back. I never went back. It it was all for him. Every problematic thing I've ever said, it was scripted to me and handed to me. I didn't want to say it. I never wanted to say domestic violence was funny. I never wanted to say it. But girls are in the elevator. Arguing, of course. But this time, it's about how they're going to open the web show. Well, I'm doing the cat in the dishwasher. No, Mexican jump rope. They're interrupted by Freddy going, wrong, both of you. Okay, I'm, I, where do I begin? (laughs) Go ahead, start somewhere, please. I don't, I don't even know. Freddy is serving toxic masculinity on this day today. I did not think that this twerp had it in him, honestly. I'm going to have to start putting some fucking respect on Frito-Lay's name. But you know what? But you know what? I take that back. Because no respect on Frito-Lay's name. Because Frito-Lay's factory workers are currently on strike for cruel slave labor conditions. And you should be boycotting their products, which include anything by PepsiCo, Pepsi, Hot Cheetos, Funyuns, and basically most junk food. So go ahead. Buy the weird snacks from Trader Joe's and Whole Foods. Or the Dollar Tree, even. Because you'll be helping day laborers earn a better living yeah i'm an activist time magazine i'm <laughs> waiting i'm waiting to be time person of the year i'm advocating for She's laborers. 
But actually, don't don't buy Frito Lay products because they're horrible. Don't do it, bitch, or else you want to buy Frito Lay products. <laughs> Freddie is like tonight. I'm in charge. We do what I say, or you find yourself a new tech producer. <laughs> Mask Freddie. Oh, Hello, Freddie is a dom now. Hang on. <laughs> Tonight, I am in charge, and you do as I say. Christian Grey literally typing. Fifty Shades of Grey who? Let's just replay this episode instead. Fifty Shades of Grey, but it's fucking him and his platform shoes. (laughs) Mr. Grey will see you now. It's a four-foot-tall kid. Doors open. It's Freddy in his platform shoes. Like just, just sitting there with his feet on the fucking desk. Yeah, I got a couple Wait, inches to me. 50, 50, 50 Shades of Grey actually was not a Twilight fanfiction. It was an iCarly fanfiction. She was just too scared to admit it. She was like, people are going to think I'm a pedophile. Here we are. We're exposing her right now. It was all about Freddy. Sam's like, he's bluffing. But Freddy's like, I don't bluff. The girls stare at him, and he's like, all right, I was bluffing when I said I don't bluff, but I'm serious about Quentin. Honestly, <laughs> he was serving up the raw seriousness he served when he thought he killed that fucking baby chick, and I was eating it. <laughs> he had me fooled. I would have believed this man had never played a game of poker in his damn life if he yep. did not fucking out himself, told on himself mm-hmm. like that. So when he said he doesn't bluff and he was bluffing, yep. someone get this man in the world of poker. He will sweep. He was <laughs> Born to lie. Egot immediately. We're actually stealing it from John Lennon. Le- <laughs> John Lennon. I thought we said fuck John Lennon. <laughs> We're actually stealing it from John Legend and giving it to Freddie. Freddie continues and he's like, all right, go put your hair in ponytails. Ponytails? What, what are we going to do ponytails? in ponytails? That's Doesn't weird. make Why sense. Freddie cuts him off by yelling, ponytails they scatter off terrified yes steady dom whatever you say i'm your submissive i will put my hair in a ponytail i'll do whatever you want i was about to go put my hair in a ponytail when i was watching this like i was ready to do as he said i was like yes master yes master freddy okay my hair is in a ponytail i'm ready daddy why is this so kinky ponytails Stop. like literally literally this is so kinky this whole episode who didn't get laid arthur arthur, arthur please I, I need to get laid i feel like this happened the last time you wrote an episode yes <laughs> arthur come on buddy for the love of god somebody get this man laid so these kids do not have to go through this shit anymore i'm so tired when the girls are retreating to go put their hair in ponytails sam's like no need to be so assertive so the dom gets dom the tables have turned what's it feel like baby girl the girls are standing there with their hair up and each have a rope tied to their hair (laughs) freddie is like hello people of earth and beyond this is a little web show we like to call i carly and then he gestures for the girls to introduce themselves uh i'm carly and i'm sam Okay, his fucking, like, on-air voice, he sounds like a fucking news anchor. Hello, people of Earth and beyond. Like, shut the fuck up. I'm gonna beat this kid's ass. I don't give a fuck if he's a dom. This is literally the intro to an OnlyFans video. Here we go again. The dom, a.k.a. Freddy, has his two subs, a.k.a. Sam and Carly, 
tied up and is forcing them to introduce themselves to the camera. He's about to do things to them. What? Well, stay tuned and find out. No. Fred Wardo. Jail, Arthur. Jail. I hate it. Jail. Bonk. Bend over. I'm pissing in your asshole. Bonk. Fredward introduces himself and explains, see, Carly and Sam are in a big fight and both girls think they're right. (laughs) But you, the fans, are going to vote on who is actually right and wrong. But, uh, why the ponytails? Well, the ponytails are going to be yanked, obviously, hard. Mm. If they're rude and don't let the other one speak, Fred yanks both girls' hair when they protest to the ponytail yanking. Where is the consent, King? Come on. If you're going to be a dom, you have to establish some safe words. This is literally BDSM. <laughs> like, they're tied up. He's inflicting pain onto them. Dot, 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 dot. Need I say more? <laughs> say less, actually. Uh, Arthur, please say less. Please. <laughs> just stop typing. Please. Erase it. Please. <laughs> Backspace. <laughs> Carly goes first and explains her side of the story. Sam tries to interrupt, but Fred yanks her hair, and she's silenced into submission. As Carly would say... Good girl. No. (laughs) (laughs) Electric chair. You know what? You bend over. I'm I'm gonna piss in your ass. I'm over. I had to do it. You're like, I'm ready. I've been waiting. I'm ready, Daddy. You've been teasing all these other people, but I've been here the whole time. I've been waiting for piss in my asshole. Thank you. Well, I'm about to give it to you. Spread the cheeks, girl. Ooh. Now it's Sam's turn and she explains her side, but Carly interrupts her. But Fred allows it because he loves her. <laughs> like, we all know this is fake, Fred. You're covering. We know, we know You're you covering. and Sam are fucking. Come on. It's just for the OnlyFans video. We know that because you like Sam, that's why you want to pull her hair. And you have no yeah. interest in Carly. That's why you don't want to pull her hair. Right. Mm. debunked sam grabs the rope and starts yanking carly's hair so carly grabs her rope and starts yanking at her then the girls just start yanking each other off on a live web show yanking yanking each each other other off (laughs) cheers so kinky and for what literally only fans literally the children the literally Children. children They're back downstairs after the OnlyFans video. Oh, they're tired. Both of the girls, they're rubbing their miserable oh, scalps. You paused too much on <laughs> Oh, no. They're complaining. Carly's like, my hair feels like it was attacked by a vacuum cleaner. And then Sam is like, feels like mine was yanked by a Freddy. I know Sam has been <laughs> thinking about Freddy yanking her hair. She's like, fantasy fulfilled. Check. How does she know what her hair being yanked by Freddy feels like? Again, they fucking. They fucking. They fucking and stuffing. They fucking. Fred is counting up the votes. Sam, 693. Let's note, 69 (gasps) is in that number. But Carly gets 705. Carly wins! But wait, Fred put up a third option. Oh my god. What? Carly and Sam are both acting dumb and they should just make up and be friends again. Which got how many votes? 253,719. Let's set the scene. Mm. We got that sad music. It's playing. And Freddie, he goes 
Fans don't like it when best friends fight. We need we need to remember this one. I wrote this one down. I did. It's us getting a divorce on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Our fans begging us to make up and get back together. And look at us now. We're lesbians again. Yeah. Thank you, Spencer. I would Thank never, you this episode. I would never touch look a at penis that. again. Never again. Don't hesitate, you stupid bitch. I'm probably going to touch a penis again. I'm not going to lie. I hate it here. Life is complicated and full of twists and turns. <laughs> Sam starts sobbing. Emotional queen. They give each no. other a genuine apology <gasps> and hug tenderly. Which I like that this apology was genuine where they really felt sorry because the last fake apology they almost had began with Sam saying, if I say sorry, will you say sorry? Which is not a genuine apology. Yeah. And like, please, this was so <laughs> fucking dramatic. The music, Sam crying. Mm-hmm. Sam crying. Crying. The reunion. <laughs> the reunion hug. Days of our lives. Who? Grey's Anatomy. Who? All the soap operas. All the telenovelas. They're typing. Spencer comes out. Of the closet. <laughs> Just kidding. He's straight. We took him to Paris. Yeah. It's been confirmed. He does not but like But we cock. canceled the tickets. We tried. <sighs> anyway. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. He comes out. He's elated that the girlies are besties again. And he goes, I think this calls for a lovely fish dinner. My pussy? <laughs> No, he, we already we already ate I'm that. I'm just kidding. I eat a lot of fruit. It's <laughs> it tastes like water. Carly's like, "You're cooking fish?" And so it's just like, "Of course not. Y'all are going to watch me feed my fish." Like, "Ah, yes. Just the activity I want to do after <laughs> making a BDSM only fans video and then making up with my bestie." He's so excited. He's so excited to show the kitties his fucking so excited. fish feeding frenzy. He puts his arms up in an exaggerated running motion, pauses, and yells, I run to the kitchen. Natalie R. Collins, for every cent in my bank account, what is this a reference to? I don't know. Come on. I I run to the kitchen. I'm scared. I hate when you put me on the spot like this. I run to the kitchen. I don't know. Can you just tell me? Come on. think, Think about it. Think about it. Is it a show? Can you give me a hint? It's not a show. 1985, Tim Curry. No? Oh. No, I would not have gotten that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Bestie, to let you down. It's okay. It's okay. You know I don't be reading. You know I don't be watching. You know I'm very uncultured. Have you ever ever seen the Clue movie? I think think i have it's very good it's one of my favorites i will we'll have to watch it after rainforest cafe okay right wait what was the other thing we were gonna do we we're gonna do ra- bleach our assholes. oh yeah so bleach asshole rainforest cafe then clue this sounds like a lovely yeah. day if you ask me and then spaghetti tacos oh my god this is what we yeah. will be doing in early december for the yes the final episode of the season why are they making him a literal child in this episode it's so bad it's so bad i am running to the kitchen and i run to the kitchen i run to my open floor plan kitchen that i do not need to run to because it's two steps away it was overwhelmingly uh not parisian no spencer's fish feeder is one of those complicated like 
contraptions to where you drop a ball and then it does like a bunch of like different things it like drops dominoes does another thing does another thing does another thing never your ending. ass shakes your titty shakes you do a back bend you kick over <laughs> at the end after all of the ass shaking and titty shaking <laughs> it finishes with food being given to the fish and he starts it and it works ah! who would have thought the fish food is dropped into the bowl. No more dead, starving fish. This was so elaborate. So unnecessary. They were so many pieces. Like, for what? Like, he could have made it, like, three things. But no, it had to be a whole fiasco. Harley drops the bomb. Harley single-handedly destroyed the Middle East. She drops the Hiroshima bomb. Harley was actually <laughs> Iron Man this whole time. It was not Sam. Oh, shit. Brown Carly drops the bomb that Spencer doesn't have to remember to feed his fish every day, but now he has to remember to put that contraption back together every day. And Spencer says nothing, stares off into the distance, and then just says, I'm going to bed. Someone please get this man some antidepressants and some Adderall. Please. He needs a stimulant. He needs an SSRI. (laughs) But you know what? He needs it all. Let's be real. I'm on a stimulant and an SSRI and I'm still fucking done. Done. And I still want to go to bed. (laughs) Go to bed is a euphemism for a little... a sewer a little suey a little quick little suey i'm convinced that if you have adhd you you cannot participate in a capitalist economy you can't it's impossible i can i can barely take care of myself i can't function we were meant to be eating fruit on a beach and these motherfuckers want us to sell our our labor for capital i'm supposed to pay taxes Huh? Huh? What? Ness. I hate it. I hate it. Carly, she picks up the goddamn fishbowl. She takes that fish back to the pet store. Hell yeah. And that's the episode, baby. That was the responsible thing to do. That should have been done first fish. Yeah. Carly, she's actually PETA. <laughs> Carly's the one banging on my door. Yeah. I heard what you said about my acting abilities, bitch. And you've been abusing animals. Open up. Boom, 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 boom. She's not even like, she's not even like the head of PETA. Like, it's just her. Like, she is. <laughs> Is she is PETA. PETA incarnate. She is PETA. Period. Wow. She's done a lot of fucked up shit in yeah. her life. I'm not gonna lie. Guys, this is actually completely factual too. Like Carly Shay literally founded Bro, PETA. I beg someone to fact check us. We've never said a wrong thing in our lives. I beg them. Not not a single thing. Not a single Domestic thing. violence? Funny. Carly Shay? PETA. PETA. Challenge me, bitch. Challenge me. Verbally fight me. Now that PETA has picked up the fish and taken them back to the pet store, we are at our post credit scene. Let me set the scene for you. Please. We are in a random child's basement stairwell. I want to ask you to leave this child alone, first and foremost. Get out of there. You're weird. No, we're all there. We're all there, okay? We can't leave I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. Well, we're here. We're here. Creepy. It's the thing. Arthur put us here. Oh. Arthur put us here. Dan put us here. So we're here. We're going to discuss it. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. You know who else is in this random kid's basement stairwell? This white, (laughs) pale-ass kid. Ew. He says, hi to the iCrew. And then he says, these balls are for you. Are they? And then chucks a bin full of super balls down the stairs. Yeah. And they just bounce and hit the closed door at the end of the stairs. The video just lingers until all the balls are at the bottom. Uh And then we pan back to the kid who just goes, I Carly rocks with two thumbs up. Please? 
Allow me to impersonate this kid to a T. <laughs> Hi, Carly, Sam, and Freddie. These balls are for you. <laughs> Natalie. Natalie Rose Collins. Yes. I would like you to imagine. I'm imagining. You're about to suck some guy's balls. Oh, I don't want to imagine. Shh. Just imagine. Shh. I'm there. I'm there. He goes, Natalie, <laughs> these balls are for you. In the same tenor as this kid. W-I-D. Oh, God. Do you suck or do you run? I run to the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) We fade to black this episode, folks. Thanks for listening. If you want to be the pod babe of the week, like and follow us on Facebook where we do exclusive live events and polls for our episodes. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app. Make sure you listen to us next time where we rewatch I Promote Tech Foot. We hope that you rewatch with us. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to head to iRewatchByCarly.com to check out cool behind the scenes like what we're drinking, how much we're drinking, our notes, and cool behind the scenes footage. Also, follow us on social media at iRewatchByCarly on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm Cersei. You can find me on Twitter at TequilaThought, on Instagram at Cersei.mp3, and on TikTok at fuckass, F-U-K-K-A-Z-Z. And I'm Natalie. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Natalie R. Collins and on TikTok at The Real Catalie, spelled C-A-T-A-L-I-E. Disclaimer, all views discussed in this podcast are opinions for the purpose of comedy, which includes but is not limited to satire, parody, and critique, and are not meant to represent fact of any of the individuals or involved parties discussed.